Awake in the Dream Radio, simulcast on Wolf Spirit Radio. Listener-sponsored and supported, Wolf Spirit Radio is under the wonderful guidance of Dave Corso. And the creed of the Wolf Spirit Pack is survival, caring, protection, trust, and unconditional love. From Laura and myself, we're proud to be part of the Wolf Spirit Radio family. Awake in the Dream Radio with Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream. Raising your frequency and expanding your consciousness one guest at a time. Welcome. You have found yourself at Awake in the Dream Radio. I am Dr. Dream. Today is Tuesday, October 8th in the year 2013. And our co-host, who I could spend eternity with on a beach in South Florida. (laughs) Laura Magdalene Eisenhower. Welcome to the show, everybody. How are you? You can't answer, but we're great. Hope you are, too. Boy, I'm telling you, the, that beach really served us well, didn't it? We had we we just got back from an amazing and yet strangely powerful and energetic on so many levels experience in in Sarasota, Florida. I know. I mean, what a mix of things. I mean, we felt like we were on a honeymoon. We were in paradise. And then, you know, we're dealing with timelines and dark entities and like, you know, anchoring sacred union for the Stargate and then our presentations. And then, then you, we get whacked by the energy and like really worked on that. And oh my God, I mean, this experience was incredible. And then Saturday being able to speak with my cherished beloved Lisa Renee um, and just being with you, my gosh, yes. What an incredible weekend. Yeah, I mean, really, these experiences are over the top. They're getting a little more intense. This was a small, intimate conference, 90 people. You, I realize, how is it different than a 1,000-person conference? Well, you, you feel everything that's going on. And, and we were, you know, there wasn't a lot of buffer for us in this conference. And, and um, I think it's representative of hey, the really important work that we're all here to do. And the 90 people that signed up for this experience, let alone all the people on live stream, um, they they all signed up for this. Yes, they absolutely did. I mean, it was so much more than a conference. It was such a critical juncture um, in our, you know, humanity and just for the planet and, and where we're heading. And we've been preparing a lot, you know, for this energetically, having some really important discussions. It wasn't just us showing up with PowerPoints. I mean, some serious energy had to be worked. And I'm just so grateful that we're on the other side of it and it was a success. But, man, we had to be strategic. I mean, I was describing to the kids, you know, we, you know it was like sort of, you know, those, those blocks that you dance on for those video games or like, you know, just moving the chess pieces around or whatever, doing a Rubik's Cube. I mean, who? it was just intense. I just can't even get over I it. I do not find myself in the midst of, I can't even, my whole voice is changing. I do not find myself in the midst of my own, God, I can't even say it, my own inner darkness or whatever that inner darkness is very much at all. And 
it had its grips on me and it was it wasn't it wasn't me it was something that opened up and it, i don't know more after we process this um what this means we have an incredible broadcast tonight so i don't want to shortchange the um the astrology either and and we've got a whole bunch of guests to fit in i'm so excited yeah for this show because this is a, a conference um that's that's coming up uh, that we, we're, of course, having speakers um, on the show tonight. But, yes, a little bit about astrology. Um, I'm going to keep it more short than I normally do. Um, basically, you know, the highlight is that Venus is changing signs. It's moving from uh, Scorpio into Sagittarius, which is a nice break, particularly with some of the challenging aspects uh, Venus has dealt with. Scorpio can be very, very, very intense. Um, Sagittarius is a lot lighter. You know, it's easier to laugh off everything and if you notice the minute we got home we started to laugh everything off and that was right around the time Venus moved into Sagittarius um, <laughs> Mercury's going to be going retrograde soon so I you know in the newsletter discuss a little bit about some of the Saturn Mercury alignments and what that means um, but basically yeah this week is very uh, mellow compared to last week the the influence of the Grand uh, Cross is starting to wane and um, I think people will just be able to take a breath Thursday is going to be a more pivotal, uh, pivotal day. Neptune uh, um, will be forming aspects with Venus and the sun. So take time to just be, you know, in nature, just in, in the sanctuary of yourself, you know, maybe with a loved one to just really bask in these energies because it's powerful dream time space without a whole lot of interferences. All the good energies are present. Um, and then the weekend, there's a Jupiter-Sun square. And um, it might bring up a lot of defensiveness and vo emotional vulnerability. So make that a day where there's just extra patience and compassion and support for, you know, all those around you, but, you know, enjoy a more mellow week. I know last week and the week before, and just really this whole month or actually this whole lifetime has been um, intense. So anytime we can just kind of like take a deep breath, it's important to note, and this is a week to do that. So um, give yourself permission because we have the free will to choose. Oh, I love this, Laura. Now we don't have to go so quick. I've got another minute and a half or two minutes and I, I you know there's a lot going on with mercury um still in scorpio but but mercury's going to be going soon into retrograde and that's a time that i think just on the surface when we all hear that it sort of freaks us out any advice on this or anything to just soothe my edges around this whole thought process of like no not mercury retrograde well, Mercury retrograde is, you know, really wonderful because it allows the mental body to go inward. And I think, you know, so often we're used to expressing and sharing, um, you know, all of us because we're human beings and we communicate. Uh, but it's good to sort of turn the intention on the inside. You know, what's the inner dialogue? What's the inner voice have to say? What's the intuition up to? It might mean that, you know, computers crash. Um, texts don't come in and uh, the phone doesn't ring when it you know we expect it to and so that's where the communications can come in where people start to take it personally or they get too attached to a project that needs to be sort of be delayed because it's more important to you know go inward so when things get kind of weird on the outside remember to go inside because that's where our attention needs to be and when we feel that we've done a lot of inner work you know we can plant a few seeds because when mercury goes retrograde again that's when things are going to pick up so, um, yeah, just, you know, enjoy it for what it is. And when it's not comfortable, there's other places to put our perceptions and our attention and, uh, and, and just to play with it because uh, that's what we get to do with energy. I love what you just said, that, that when it gets tough on the outside, that's the time to turn within. And Mercury retrograde or anything at any time, when it gets tough 
on the in our outer experience of reality it's a great time to to go back in inward the inner journey and so i love that i'm taking that advice to heart and now tonight's show the integration of star knowledge we've been involved with the star knowledge family for a couple of years plus now we've got a conference coming up the 1111 2013 star knowledge conference november 8 9 10 11 in Palm Springs, California. Easy to get to. And by the way, if you don't even know of Palm Springs and are nowhere near California, it's easy to get to because there's live stream also. And so we wanted to just bring the organizers on, a couple of the, the main players, the Chiefs and Yolanda Martinez, and, and really just bring a nice little flavor of what's coming up in, at the conference. Let's get on with the show. What an amazing broadcast we have in store tonight. And the perfect place to start, because this is all about star knowledge, and it's, it's, it's about the bigger picture of star knowledge, but it's directly related to the conference, which is coming up November 8, 9, 10, and 11 in Palm Springs. Now, Laura and I have been involved in going to uh, the Star Knowledge Conferences and Gatherings now for a couple of years. And when we pulled up at our first one, which was the Venus Transit in um, Mount Shasta, we, the first people that we met were the conference organizers, Alan and Linda. And it was, it was, it was really special to meet them and, and their energy I mean, you've got to know, we, we do conferences all over, and, and everyone's got their different energies and everything else. And, and by and large, Laura and I appreciate what everyone is doing. But the way that Alan and Linda do these events, the, the, just the, the, the peak level of their expertise in this is really top-notch as far as anything that we're involved in. And so um, what we wanted to do to, to open up the show was to, to first bring on Linda and Alan and, and get like the full picture of what's going on with Star Knowledge and also just really to honor them because of all that they're doing. And, I mean, these conferences for all of us as presenters and attendees – appear to go off without a hitch. Now, we know that's not always true, but, but what these two do is nothing short of alchemy at the highest level. And so I'm just thrilled to introduce Linda and Alan. Welcome to our broadcast tonight. Hi, Laura. Hi, Dr. Dream. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having us on the show today. Well, it's so wonderful to have you. I mean, I, I, I just echo everything that Dr. Dream shared, and all these thoughts are floating through my head of just the pure, you know, just connection. And, and it's just incredible because it's just like, boom, there's no interferences but just pure love. And the space that you both hold is just incredible. I know each Star Knowledge Conference has, you know, a little bit of a different theme. Can you tell us about this particular conference and what people, you know, can expect? Well, Laura, this conference is going to be called the 1111 Palm Springs Star Knowledge Conference. And it has to do with the 1111 energies, which are um, basically unconditional love and, uh, and a pathway to, you know, to achieve that through, through indigenous practice. So the Star Knowledge Conference is going to have a lot of amazing speakers, including Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream, and many Native American um, medicine people, chiefs, elders, musicians, um, just a, a, 
a list of amazing speakers. Now, today we've just launched StarKnowledgeTV.com. It's a subscription high-definition video library. So go check out the, uh, the library, StarKnowledgeTV.com, and there's going to be a lot of uh, information about speakers um, there. Excellent. Oh, perfect. That's exciting. And it just launched today. I'm loving this. Um, so <clears throat> one of the things that impresses us on the long list of what impresses us about a Star Knowledge Conference is that there really is something for everyone. And also, it's very family-oriented. Now, this year will be the first time that we're bringing our three uh, children, our, the 15-year-old twin boys and, and, and our 13-year-old daughter. And so share with us this, this um, aspect of, of there being something for everyone in, in the experience out here in Palm Springs this year. Absolutely. So basically, you know, kids 16 and under come in free with a registered adult. So that's a great thing right there. You can just bring your kids in with no worries. And they can attend, you know, the main hall of speakers uh, with you from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, listening to all the speakers and, and the performers with you. Or they can choose to attend the Star Knowledge uh, Kids Global Council, which is um, a group that meets within Star Knowledge. And the kids learn from our elders. So, for instance, We'll have Jackie Bird there, who's a Mandan Hidatsu ceremonial singer and powwow dancer, and she'll be teaching, like, hoop dancing or uh, making prayer ties. They also will learn, like, ceremonial songs from our drummers and our singers there. So they actually get to participate in kind of a, a more concrete way even. They get to learn a lot of the uh, skills and uh, ceremonial aspects that, that, that the, our speakers are bringing to the conference. So they can also participate in Yolanda Martinez's drum-making workshop as well. Um, there's, and then they pretty much run around as a pack and they get to know each other, all these kids from around the country, and they start recognizing each other as, as, as soul brothers and sisters during the conference. Oh, that is, that's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. truly. Truly, it's just the whole vibration of a Star Knowledge Conference is like a reunion. It feels just like home. Um, we're always just talking about, you know, this is like our family, you know, our soul family. And, and it just, it's incredible just to have um, all, all that integrity in, in one space. It's just very healing. Can you give us some highlights um, of some of the speakers that will be presenting at uh, this conference? Sure. Well, Chief Goldemite Eagle has been the host of the conferences since the beginning, 1996. And he's, he's our keynote speaker of all keynote speakers. So he brings universal knowledge that's for everybody like, like no one else I've ever met. Um, his brother, Chief Blue Star Eagle, also he's a Sundance chief, and um, I guess he's just on the show or, or coming up on the show or something. But uh, Chief Blue Star Eagle and, and Chief Golden Light Eagle are the two chiefs from the Honkatawa Oyate, the uh, Yankton Sioux Reservation in South Dakota. And then um, the list is just there's 30 wonderful speakers in a list. So go to StarKnowledgeConference.com and go to the speakers page. Just browse through there and check them all out. Now, the, the way that it works at a, at a Star Knowledge Conference, um, I, I really like this. 
all all of the attendees well, – well, explain how it works, how all the attendees get to see all the speakers in the main room, and then the ones we're most attracted to we can split off for their actual workshops. Right. So every day from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, sometimes even going to 11, um, each speaker presents in the main hall of speakers um, for about an hour. And your wristband or your ticket gets you into all four days, all day long into the evening, uh, to see every speaker on our list. Now, during the course of the conference, if you say, gee, I'd like to hear more about Laura Eisenhower, what she has to say, because I found her really interesting, which a lot of people really do, Laura. <laughs> so um, you're very, very popular. So people will go, oh, I'd like to hear more from her. They can come over to the registration desk and say, can I please attend a workshop? And so for $20, they can purchase an extra workshop with Laura and go spend more time to get um, more in-depth with what she's bringing to the table. And that happens for every speaker on our list. That's why uh, This is great. Now, it's not just speakers. I mean, we've got uh, a whole range of um, music and, and all different offerings, right? Absolutely. We have um, Native American singers, flautists, drummers. Um, let's see, we have Douglas Bluefeathers. He's an award-winning flutist, and we have Yolanda Martinez, NAMI award-winning singer-drummer. We have um, a new addition this year. We have Trevor Green. He is a very multi-dimensional, multi-talented uh, singer uh, who plays didgeridoo and drum and guitar, who is going to be accompanied by Buddy Silversmith, who is a powwow dancer. Um, and we have Jackie Bird. She's also an award-winning uh, musician and powwow dancer. Who else do we have, sweetheart? We have Clifford Mahoudi. He's a Zuni elder. Um, just took us back into the canyons, and we filmed old petroglyphs of Bigfoot and different um, starships and different stuff like that. There's a project being worked on right now called Star People. You'll be able to find that on StarKnowledgeTV.com also. Uh, this is just great, and I'm, I'm all these names, and, and like Laura said, it really is um, like family coming together. And I, I need to say, it's not like family coming together of, of all the presenters. I mean, um, there were close to 1,000 people last year in, 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 um, in Carefree, isn't that right? Absolutely, yeah, at and, the 12th. Yeah, and that, I mean, everybody, I'm, I would say if we're going to do broad strokes here, everybody felt this familiar connection. And like Laura said, it's like the soul family um, coming together. And that's really what this is all about. And, and it really brings us back to the energetic that the two of you put into this. Obviously, um, Chief Golden Light Eagle um, has a whole lot of respect and faith um, in what the two of you do. And you keep showing up that way. And um, I, I just want to ask for both of you to answer this. Just share with us what, what star knowledge means to you and, and just how your energy works with all this. Because we, every single person, speaker, um, presenter, um, attendee alike, feels that energy from the two of you. Well, for me, star knowledge is learning how to walk on this planet and love again. 
Um, pretty much, you know, you can have your solar power, you can have all these different technologies to make the earth sustainable and make our way on it sustainable, but without loving one another and without, you know, looking to each other's eyes and feeling our heart value, it's all meaningless. So, you know, these indigenous elders and all the wisdom keepers that we have that keep the knowledge of how to share our hearts with each other first, um, you know, that's teaching us to walk in the way that's really truly going to bring us into the future in a, in a good way. So, you know, it, it's really, um, when you know that that's there and that's what gets created at the conference, it's really um, my motivation to work on, on these, on, you know, it's my motivation to answer emails and to, you know, have to deal with the mundane part of it is that I know that when we get there, it's all going to be a big, big soup pot of love. (laughs) (laughs) And it certainly, certainly is. What about it for you, sweetheart? Well, for me, it's always been, um, uh, you know, the Chiefs are, they're Sundance Chiefs, and so we do, we Sundance, and we we, we do the ceremonies. We go on the hill and we fast, and we... we, um, pray we do sweat lodge every you know twice a month every new moon every full moon and it's about the ceremony so many of their speakers are ceremonial elders that have altars and go out and practice this way and so people get to come and and feel which altar you know they radiate to do they radiate to more of a southwestern altar or a northern plains altar what what feels best for them and then they actually get to get involved in the real thing too because it's a big family and they go out Conferences are just a small part of what we do year-round, and um, it's that connection to the rest of the things that we do that uh, I really like about it. Right, absolutely. Um, can you tell us about uh, the options for the conference if one cannot attend? Is, is there a live stream? Yep, there's um, for all four days, $44, you can live stream. We'll be live streaming from the main hall of speakers, so you would end up seeing every speaker and every performer in that main hall of speakers for the four days with the live stream. Um, You can purchase the live stream at starknowledgeconference.com. I believe you can also purchase it at starknowledgetv.com. Wonderful. And for those that would be able to make it, what's, uh, how would one go about um, purchasing a ticket? Well, we're keeping our pre-conference special of 155. So $155 for all four days gets you your ticket into the conference. And, again, you can go to starknowledgeconference.com to get that ticket. And then once you do purchase a ticket, uh, you will get a room code for your discount room at the Desert Princess Hotel Resort in Palm Springs. So that brings the room rate to about $99 a night. And uh, they don't mind if you share. So pile up in a room to get even a lower price when you split it with your friends. And uh, there's also a great rate of – for two tickets, 288 for two tickets on the uh, StarKnowledgeConference.com website. Excellent. Oh, yeah. This is just great. And it's coming up in what seems like no time at all. Um, and I just – you guys do everything right. The pricing, I mean, $44 for four days um, on live stream, 155 um, you know, to be in person. You've picked a lovely property to to host this, as you always do, and and um, we're just we're thrilled about it. So, give us give us again um, one more time the the connection points, the different websites, and uh, anything else that uh, that would be important to know. Okay, so 
you would go to starknowledgeconference.com. You can, re, you know, review all of the speakers, the tentative main hall speaker schedule. You can purchase four-day passes, three-day, two-day, one-day passes, or four days of live stream there. And you can always join our email newsletter list for detailed information, which is free on that website, starknowledgeconference.com. And you can also peruse starknowledgetv.com, uh, which is ju actually just launched today. And it's basically all of our, our archival footage from past conferences plus new premieres. And here well, I'll Well, yeah, yeah, before it's, it's some of our archival footage, and there's a lot of footage to go up there. So it's going to be consistently growing, ever-evolving. But right now there's some archive footage on there, but mainly it will be from this point forward um, because of, uh, you know, the high-definition video that we're working with now. Ah, that's just great. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us for this broadcast. We absolutely love you. We can't wait to see you, and we're always so honored to be a part of these conferences. And just sending big hugs to both of you. Oh, we love you both, too. Thank you very much for having us on the show. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you. See you soon. Thank you, and we'll see you very shortly. We always appreciate your presence at the conference. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay. much love. Bye. You get to introduce one of my favorite guests next. Well, it is such an absolute honor to introduce our next guest, Chief Golden Light Eagle. The energy this man holds, the wisdom, knowledge, humor, and generosity of spirit that he embodies is truly making this world a better place, and we are so grateful for him and his dedication to making the Star Knowledge Conferences happen and for bringing us in and just for all the work he does. We are also um, so honored and joyful every time we're in his presence. He is so filled with amazing stories, and it's just really so much fun to be around, too. Nothing like fun and mission combined. So, wow, Chief Golden Light Eagle was guided by spirit to create a place for people as well as notable Native American speakers and traditional elders to gather and tell their story and share their message. Since 1996, Chief Golden Light Eagle has been calling together the Star Knowledge Gatherings. Teachers of the Starways, Chief Golden Light Eagle is one of the original code carriers of Turtle Island, North America. Chief Golden Light Eagle is a member of the Nakoda and Hongtoan Band of South Dakota and one of the Sundance Chiefs of the Yangtan Nakoda. Through years of prayer and ceremony with a group of spiritual teachers, he has brought forth interpretations of the star laws. Such a joy to have you here. Are you with us, Chief? Yes, all the way from Wisconsin at the moment. <laughs> well, this is an exciting time building up to, um, to the Star Knowledge Conference. Now, now, Chief, just a little bit of history on this. You've been um, organizing these events since since 1996. So mm -hmm. the the first question is, what what drew you into um, into establishing the Star Knowledge Conference? Spirit gave me a direct order to share everything with the four directions, and they're coming and they're ready. So they have a different language, and when they say four directions, it means the four races of this earth. So, oh. yeah, I, I ended up in in a situation in a ceremonial space called Sweat Lodge, and in the space of all places, uh, there's a man that came and announced himself to me, and um, he's the one that 
more or less cleaned me out, cleaned out my heart system, my emotional system. And uh, he announced himself as uh, Jesus Christ. So uh, I couldn't speak for like four days. You know, every time I tried to speak, I would cry. So uh, it took took a while until I was introduced to uh, a person that more or less uh, confirmed that I had a visitation from the Master himself. And from that... uh, there was a guidance for me to set up uh, an invitation to everybody so that the the information that was given to us through our spiritual grandmas and grandfathers uh, were to share them with, with everybody that had the heart to listen. So that's where it began, in June 1996, in uh, my hometown, uh, Wagner, South Dakota. So we had an audience of just, about everybody you could think of, uh, government, military, you know, NATO, uh, UN, uh, the FBI, CIA people, a lot of light workers, New Agers, a lot of uh, spiritual medicine men, name it. There was just a conglomeration of energy uh, of people that were interested in what we had to offer, and that was the information from these little things called symbols that were uh, retrieved from wreckages in uh, Roswell, New Mexico, and also other there was other 18 other crashes that were involved in that same year. So uh, we didn't know that at the time, and uh, we didn't know how interested it became with uh, military groups. So after we did. I did talk to them that there's no threat here, you know, to the military, there's no threat, and we're learning, and we're trying to find answers just like them. Well, then um, they were okay. They didn't, I don't think they bothered me after that until they did tell me that they still are watching, (laughs) watching everything. So so no problem there. I'm just on a list like everybody else. But, yeah, it was, uh, I had to do it, you know, and I got threats. I got death threats from people and, and all that that I wasn't, uh, they didn't want me to share this with the white man. But it, uh, I had to deliver because I had to follow with what Spirit told me to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So so what does this um, particular conference coming up in November represent to it you? It represents uh, probably the completion uh, of the influences of the 1111 uh, uh, frequencies that are called Makawi Chach Pewichocha, the way of the earth star. Uh, 1111, that means that there was uh, these laws that the universe and the spirituals gave gave to us to guide us. Uh, they were the original laws of this, uh, this universe and many other universes. So they consist of uh, 11 universal and 11 spiritual laws, which created the 1111. And it's the little tiny thing that you see on the clock that just moves your head all of a sudden. You know, your head turns sideways, and you look on the clock, it says 1111. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's so, that little number is so potent, it twists your body and your head that way, but a lot of times people don't know what that means. So the spirit... Uh, moved a lady, her name was Solara, into the 
awareness of it, and uh, our job was to to bring out the written word of the eleven eleven. So each each uh, each uh, law uh, created a guidance and a guardianship from three different types of uh, influences, and one was from the earth, the sacred people of the earth. And the second guardians were the that from the star races, and the third guardians were from the ascended master realm. So that's how they work on on Mother Earth. You know, there we got the Earth people. You know, the ones in the mountains and the jungles and the prairies that are specifically love the Earth uh, and here to protect and you know take care of the Earth. Um, and there's people that are love being with the star people, the Pleiades and Andromedan, you know, Alpha Centauri, Sirius, Orion, name them. Then there's people that love angels, you know, and saints. So they all work together in that realm and through these laws. So they have their their guardian their guardianship and also their guidance with each law. So that became the universal and spiritual law of creation creator uh, the universal laws are feminine and the spiritual laws are masculine laws so when they put them together they create a, a union a completion and uh, that forms a vortex for another area to to work through and that's called the 12, 12 frequencies. So it goes on and on. And, uh, um, and beyond that. So right now we can only handle 13 dimensions. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Chief, I just, I love all of this, this information. Uh, tonight's broadcast is titled Integration of Star Knowledge. And so... I love this because as you're talking about the universal laws and the spiritual laws, you know, this is so much of what we talk about, uh, um, the the balanced integration um, and embodiment of the feminine and masculine. But but share with us, um, from your perspective, the deeper level of that integration of star knowledge and what that what what that means to you. Well, the the I think we have to start with ourselves. You know, because we we are what the spirits say we are star people because we carry the that crystalline crystalline form, the molecular structure of the six pointed star, and um, when that's in its uh, uh, basic uh, beautiful form, we're in really beautiful health, you know, good health. But once we go down into our, our basic below 3D mentality, then our molecule, the molecular structure starts going down. In other words, we're gonna, we're dying. We're in deep depression, all that. But as soon as somebody makes you smile or laugh or prays for you, uh, these, this structure starts, starts rebuilding itself in your body, this star structure. So uh, I, I feel that the Dr. Emoto proved that with the water. So if we're basic water, our system's water, then that's the the, the structure is a, a six-pointed star. Um, 
So we have to start with ourselves. Our first, uh, we are we are stars. We've got billions of little tiny, um, uh, billions of microscopic star systems in our body, and every cell is a system. It's a universe, you know. So we have to learn about ourselves because we come from different places, and we don't we we come into these bodies and we don't know what they are. We got to learn about them. We got to take care of them in order for us to grow. We don't know nothing about these bodies when we come in. So we got people that have learned, and so they share their information on what they call these five little things at the end of your feet, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, They give a name for everything and what they're used for. Name it. So they're they're uh, we we the first thing we got to learn is about our body and why and how things work. What makes us tick. So we got all kinds of messengers, even the animals, the birds, the name it. They all have an influence on the body. The, there's 1,440 different stars systems that attribute to how your body works that people haven't even tapped into. So they're, they're, when, when, we, when we learn about them, we could understand ourselves as being a star person. Absolutely. Wow. Just, wow. Everything you've shared so far is just like really unbelievable. And, and, and it, we and haven't I even been on very long. That's awesome. No, I do. How do you do it? Um, so what, what do you think the most important message is um, currently just right now for people to tap into to just maybe, and, and I know you just shared a lot, but this was you know okay. definitely one of my questions, but anything? I, I, I feel like we have seen that we're coming into this new age, and it's a very high feminine uh, feminine age. We have to learn, relearn the the moon cycles, the tests of the moon, and and what the original names of the moons were, and how the, how the spirit moves with the energy. So we have like like a, um, maybe I'll present those at the conference. There's a 13 tests. So. This is a feminine, going with the feminine is very a- more accurate than going with the, the monthly cycle, see. The women know this, and that's why we have, the men have to learn about the feminine ways in a very divine, respectful way, you know, because it affects the, the women when, uh, are, uh, the men are affected by how the women move, and so we have to take care of our women and stand with our women during this time. So we got the first test of the moon, and usually that's the moon, the new moon before the 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 winter solstice. The, the that's the first new moon, and that that's called the, the new moon of let's see purity, and it's the moon of the Tatrakoy out there, the buffalo. But the first test is the test of sincerity and devotion to spirit. See. And and you have to take this because every test comes every 28 days with the moon. The second new moon is, is the moon, the new moon of wisdom, and it's the moon of the Tunkashula or the grandfathers. And that second test is the test of memory in things because there's a memory, there's a DNA, there's a code in everything that you touch, in every plant, every rock, every stone, everything that you could ever think of. There's there's a there's a memory there that you need to extract. The third moon is that of the whales, and and their they, their their new moon is called um, um, knowledge, and the test is called the test of karma. 
It's, it's, learn, it's clearing and it's also forgiving. So we got to remember these because they're, they're they're the old tests that people just put aside and just let it go. But if you remember them, then it, then you don't have to go back into those uh, mistake that what we call mistakes. See. And uh, yeah. uh, the fourth the fourth moon is is the moon of the eagle, and the eagle's new moon is called renewal. And uh, they they have the test of vision vision quest because of their they could see they could see the future and they they and when they see the future they could guide you guide you through your through time and mm. and the the fifth is the the butterfly moon the moon of the butterflies and they they work with this moon called let me remember here it's called healing and the, these are the tests of caretakers of earth and sky. So we look at what, what's happening to the earth, what's happening to our skies, our air, and all this. So we, we have to look at these things. Then we have the test uh, of soul preparation for Messiah. That comes under the sixth moon. It's called the moon of Chinupa or the moon of the tree. And the new moon to that full moon is called um, truth. Truth. You're going to be faced with many, many truths, the truths of many others amongst yours, you know. So then your seventh moon is the, the moon of the turtle. And the turtle's way and within the new moon is called enlightenment. And they have the test of, uh, called love, the test of love. And courage. I think there has to be a lot of courage when it comes to love. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, people are afraid of love. Yeah. Now, the firefly is about the eighth moon. And their their um, new moon is uh, called innocence. And they have the test of wisdom, you know, wisdom of walking your talk, you know, of, uh, of working your way from knowledge and and uh, using your knowledge and and living what you know, it's called acacia or uh, acacia knowledge. Then the ninth is called the uh, uh, the moon of the corn. Wagmaiza, they had them corn dances. The corn used, was a very beautiful medicine until it the, the GMOs messed it all up. But the original the uh, uh, molecule of the corn was very sacred, and the corn and the corns and the moon of the corn uh through that the new moon is called silence, you know because that's where everything came from was from silence and there that test of that moon is called peace, test of peace, be heart so the mm. the tenth Moon is the moon of the Matcho, or the the moon of the bear people, and their new moon is called introspection. And their test is the ability to surrender to spirit, to surrender to your heart, to surrender to your knowing. So mm. that's a lot of fun. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Then your your. Uh, Eleventh moon is the moon of the spider, the Ktomi. And their ways is called purification and purification of everything within you, you know, heart, mind, body and spirit. And their test 
is that of harmony and song uh, to voice of ancestors. So you got to listen to your inner voice. We all have ancestors, and they go way, way back. And there's there's medicines that bring you back into those original languages that we had, and to bring those back through dream time. So voices, listening to your ancestors, you know, the real mm. potent ancestors we all have. Doesn't matter what race we're at, we have ancestors, and they were original. And the the twelfth moon is called the moon of the Unchi or the moon of the grandmothers, and their way is their their new moon is called reverence. And when was the last time you were ever reverent? You know, and to what? <laughs> mm. So there, the the test is is of truth. And purity, them are the tests that the grandmas put you through. Now, the the 13th moon is called uh, uh, Chante Hahepiwi, or the moon of the heart. And their their, uh, new moon from that 13th moon is called unity. That's when you take all these tests, all the energy of the, the full moons and the gifts of the new moons, Put them all together, and, and this this is how you plan to walk. And it's and and these tests are of ascension. You know, non-judged being becoming non-judgmental, and also being non-attached to material and things of desire and of the of the earth and all that. So it's a good walk. It, this these are the original tests uh, of this uh, of this this way of the feminine cycles of the moon. Wow. So learning them once again, having our sharing them with the women folks so they could so they could start working in that in that way. And learning the thirteen uh constel- new, the constellations that were that were um that were that are there, still there, but we've been lied to for like for six thousand years saying that there's only twelve constellations so we have the the 13th one was Zuzecha Yuzawichakhpe Tranka which is another term we call it is uh Ophiuchus you know the constellation of Ophiuchus mm. so the 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 they um they they all have a different um number of of realities as far as influences concerned because the real the real influence of Virgo is like 45 days. We kachemanatopa some zapta, 45, and Scorpius is only seven-day influence. That's the, those are the the real influences of the of the star system. See, so we have to backtrack to find out who you really are, what influence you really carry as far as the constellations. So wow. When were you born? What's your birthday? I'm September 29th, 73. So that's nine. Uh, you're a Virgo, right? Uh, Libra. Yeah, that's what you think you are. But the <sighs> real the real influence is you're a Virgo, <laughs> you're a virgin. Magdalene. Oh, cool. That's the true. What, what's yours, Dr. Dream? October 19th. October, that's just around the corner, right? Yes. So you're a uh, Virgo too. <laughs> nice. 
two vir- two virgins. <laughs> That's why we are so pure and innocent. That's right. Yeah, I was wondering dude. about that. <laughs> so, so Chief, I want to ask you. I mean, a lot of people. You're, you're, you know, you since '96, you've been taking this out of um, the culture of of where this was all, you know, brought in and born, and you've been um, extending it, expanding it in the four directions and and meaning you know to everyone that wants to take advantage of the opportunity to connect with this how does someone who lives in the city goes to their um, nine to five job every day is listening to this broadcast maybe feeling a little bit out of touch and all of a sudden you start talking about the moons and following this how do they start to integrate that into their their lives of like mass distraction perhaps well people wake up you know sometimes they dream and they they get a sometimes a rude awakening and this is the time of uh, what they call radical realignment with creation or the creator and that doesn't sound too good because that's what sometimes creates you to change, you know, creates you to turn turn around and look at yourself. Sometimes it takes an accident or a, 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 a moment. Uh, you could just let it ring. Huh? Um, uh, let's see, a uh, phone ring over here, so it kind of... It's real. Uh, yeah, it is... Uh, Sometimes it just takes an experience, uh, a dream. You know, uh, some people just wake up from a dream and says, "I got to do this. I got to do that." You know, and and I'd done that before, and it, it was a, a re- one of my dreams as my mother died, and my sisters, and I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I woke up. I said, "I got to go home," and uh, I don't expect anybody to understand what I'm doing. I understand my dream, but I got to go home, see? So I, I fired the car, left nonstop just for gas, and that was it, and got home, and nothing going on. My mother and my mother was all right, and my sisters were all right, but I was wondering what's, what's happening here. Why did I dream this? But I met a, I just happened to meet a medicine man, and I, they were talking about dreams, so I told him that. And that's what he said. Well, that dream was designed for you to come home. You know, and that's all it meant. <laughs> mm. And uh, so, um, and that's how I started my my real in-depth spiritual walk. Is and they said, this, you asked this from the spirit; they helped you this and that. Now, what are you going to do for them? And I didn't have any answer, so I had mm. to go look for my answers. So the first thing I went up and I fasted up, prayed on this hill. You know. And uh, they told me, they said, when you go up on that hill, the thunder and lightning is going to come to see you. And I said, yeah, right, you know. And I was, like, very arrogant and all that. But about a month later when I went up to fast, the thunder and lightning came, knocked me down, and put me in my place. You know, I was hugging the ground and begging for mercy. And and, uh, there's 12 men that came. uh, And every time it lightning, I could see them standing in front of me. They were... And I felt so ashamed of myself for being who I was. And uh, um, so that was an experience that made me really look at myself as to see who I really am, you know. And so that started my walk was the thunder and lightning. Oh, my gosh. That's just incredible. Thank you for sharing that. 
You always have just amazing stories. Really, some of the best stories ever, Chief. And um, we've we've, uh, spoken to Alan and Linda. Uh, Next, we have your brother and then uh, Yolanda Martinez and just building up all sorts of um, energy and excitement about the upcoming Star Knowledge Conference. Uh, Just in in closing here, um, share whatever you'd like, uh, you know, to to give people uh, just a little bit more of a feeling for for what it's all about. Mm, Well, it's about um, believing in yourself, you know. Um, you know, I, I go to to as far as have to say that you don't have to believe in God, you don't have to believe in the devil, you don't have to believe in anything but yourself. You know, mm-hmm. once you believe in yourself, all the doors are going to open for for whatever it is that you're here on Mother Earth for. But it has to come from the heart. Your belief system has to come from your heart. Your heart has to be everything. Your guidance has to be your grandmother, has to be your grandpa, has to be God and has to be the goddess, you know, has to be everything to you. Mm. So your heart never fools you. Your mind does, but your heart never takes that walk mm. to that way that's going to be very deadly to your soul, to your spirit. So believe in yourself is the best Thing that I could ever say to anybody. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful. Oh, it's so wonderful to have you on our show. It's just so great to hear your voice. We can't wait for this event, and it's such an honor to be a part of, you know, these Star Knowledge Conferences. So thank you so much, and can't wait. A couple weeks away. Okay, we'll see you there. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Chief, so much. Okay, thank you for Good what night. you're doing. Thank you. Tell us about our next guest. We are so honored to have chief blue star eagle as a guest we have both been so touched and inspired by his energy and wisdom it is hard for anyone to not feel activated in his presence in a very grounding and expansive way with the wisdom of the earth and the stars we had him and his wife woman who walks with new beginnings present with us at one of the star knowledge conferences as they hold such a powerful union we have also enjoyed many beautiful discussions with them and it's just always incredible to go to these conferences and and share it's 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 just Incredible that we're looking forward to another one coming up so soon. Um, Recently, on March 20th, 2011, in Greenwood, South Dakota, he was made a ceremonial chief and was recognized by the people to wear his eagle feathers on a headdress and became Chief Blue Star Eagle. As his life progressed, he became more active in his cultural lifestyle and spiritual teachings. Since his first Sundance in 1973, which is the year I was born, He has continued to take part in the annual ceremony of the Lakota, Dakota, and Nakota Nation and still assists in many traditional ceremonies of the La Da Nakota traditions today. Sherwin's educational background includes an associate, a fine arts degree in two-dimensional design, and a bachelor of science degree in K-12 art education. I purchased some of his artwork myself. It is absolutely beautiful. So much symbology, um, really incredible. He is currently the adult education director, and he also teaches traditional Dakota art, music, and dance courses. His support of peace brought him recognition as a peace ambassador. There is so much more to share about this and find out about him, which one can find on the Star Knowledge website. So I encourage people to hear him speak, to view his artwork, and get acquainted with his wisdom. This is a voice and energy that is so needed right now. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to our show. Hey, well, thank you for that very wonderful 
introduction. I didn't know I was such a all-around good guy. <laughs> you are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we are. We are obviously really thrilled to um, not just to have you on on the broadcast tonight, but but all the interaction that that we've had with you. I guess just to to get things um, to get things rolling here. Um, Tell us, uh, just you know, where all of this is is focusing our attention on what's coming up, the Star Knowledge Conference. Tell us what does what does the Star Knowledge and the Star Knowledge Conference mean to you? Right. Well, uh, I've been involved with the Star Knowledge Conference that my brother's uh, Chief Golden Light Eagle had begun in 1996, kind of off and on when I, uh, you know, could attend and participate, um, but the conferences are about uh, really um, celebrating the reunion of of, uh, of the eagle and the condor, the white buffalo calf woman, corn woman, and, and some of the other 12-dimensional um, uh, spirit guides and frequencies that we have, um, those that are coming together, I guess, to reactivate our uh, ancient wisdom, and we do uh, at the conferences, we offer a lot of guidance for those who uh, are looking for um, more information for their walk here on Mother Earth to improve their walk and to fulfill some of their sacred responsibilities. So it's it's about growing. It's about becoming aware. It's about um, um, putting, I guess, two and two together, you know, following your heart, realizing that, uh, um, you know, your dreams and the, all of your intuitions and all of your experiences in life are all very relevant to um, the future of humanity, yourself, your family, your community, your nation, and all of the world. You know, all of creation is. A, you, everybody plays a big part in that, whether they realize it or not. But when they do come to the conferences, they do get all of these. Uh, bits of information that help them to put the puzzle pieces of their life, their mind, their heart, and soul together, and it becomes more clear for them what it is that they need to do individually as they walk on Mother Earth. So that's basically what we do. We try to cover all the aspects of human nature, you know, your mind, body, heart, and soul. And um, there's a lot of uh, information that is, shared at the conferences, you know, which uh, involves all of that, but also a lot of real research. You know, a lot of people that go out, they've got a lot of scientific knowledge. We've got a lot of information from NASA. we got um, information from astrophysicists. I mean, everybody, astronauts and uh, participants in uh, government uh, projects that, you know, are, are telling all coming forward. So it's a little bit of everything. You know, um, so there's something there for everybody, and we also have our the culture. Like I said, we it is uh, you know about us sharing our ancient uh, wisdom, and and some of that isn't always uh, through word of mouth or even a prayer, or but we do have our ancient songs and dances from the indigenous nations that um, help to um, integrate a lot of that information and to process that, you know, through your mind, down to your heart, and um, clear to your soul. So it is a very, very good and powerful conference for those who are thinking about coming. I would encourage you, 
you have questions about anything like that, you know, please come. This is a, a perfect venue to put uh, two and two together. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, it, it, they're the most incredible conferences we've ever attended, and it, it's just always such an activation on every level, and it brings it right to the heart. Um, it's amazing, truly. Can you tell us a little bit about what you'll be presenting about? Sure. Um, a little bit of uh, <laughs> of all of that, actually, but, you know, kind of, t- you know, I can't get delve into it real deep because, you know, I mean, you can talk about some of these things all day, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we only have an hour to get up there and uh, really hit on all the, on the high spots, which would be uh, primarily for those who are just starting. We, we try to focus on them to, to strengthen them and the, one of those main um, topics is detoxification of your body, mind, heart, and soul in order for you to move forward with your, I guess, the gifts within you to develop them in a pure um, manner. And so um, detoxification, and that means uh, what you put in your mouth, you know, the food, the water, you know, if it's carbonated, you know, whatever it is, you know, it makes up every part of your physical being, but it also feeds your um, your mind and your emotional uh, body, your, your spiritual mind as well, and it helps to think clearer, to be able to do your work, and, uh, and I guess with a strengthened and reinvigorated um, abilities, I guess, you know, the skills that each one of us has. They're all a little bit different, but however we're to use them and when we're to use them, you know, it helps us to uh, define that a little bit better by being detoxified. And also with that, to be able to um, integrate some of the sound and vibration through music or um, uh, drum, singing, words, you know, uh, chanting, However, and whatever is appropriate for each individual, everybody has their own way of doing things, and we respect them all. Mm-hmm. That is, um, that's really going to be amazing. Now, you do, um, your, your wife uh, joins you also, uh, walks with New Beginning Woman, and um, you two are, I mean, we're, Laura and I have just been really impressed. I mean, I, I think for us, one of the things we look for um, a lot because of our sacred union is other couples that, that hold an energy um, that is inspiring. And, and from the moment that we met the two of you at Stewart Hot Springs in um, Mount Shasta, we really felt that energy uh, from both of you and your connection to earth and spirit is is so we you know it's it's felt as being something that's so profound and and it's a great example for all of us. Uh, share with us, Chief, if you will, what it means to be an embodied human right now. Like, wh- what is it that 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 the experience is about? What are we striving for here? Well, um, I feel it's 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 a pretty magnificent thing to be here, you know, because, uh, you know, to even touch one toe on Mother Earth during this special time and her existence is, is, is uh, awesome, in a, in a word, um, because this is, this is 
the time of the awakening. This is the time that's been prophesied. This is the time that people have been praying for. Humanity has been praying for since our existence on this planet. And we're here, we're there, we're, we're getting um, things done. We're, we're uh, fulfilling, um, I guess, our goals. We're uh, um, satisfying those things, not just personally or, um, you know, in a community or family, but uh, even, like I said, for the bigger picture, it's all of creation, all of the universe. And so um, these laws, these universal and spiritual laws that we talk about during that time and we share those teachings, you know, that's what it's all about and how each one of us plays these one little small part in fulfilling that and strengthening that whole process of evolution because uh, we're basically just along for the ride on Mother Earth. <laughs> so that's the significance about being here, you know, in, on Mother Earth during this time is that we, it's such a beautiful, powerful time, you know, a time of love and light. And, and it's, uh, it's amazing the experiences that we go through. And that's the, the thing that my wife and I um, remember. We go into these, uh, we have our culture 100% intact. We go into these ceremonies and what we experience is life-changing. It's life um inspiring where um we really almost don't have words for it but we can feel it and we know that it's it's um of the divine it's an immaculate experience to i guess to say it in a better way and those are so profound you know that you want to tell the whole world about it but you really can't unless they ask and right now because of that time and how humanity has evolved and awakened that they are beginning to ask and we are um honored uh, during this time to be able to share those messages with them and that that really is um you know what makes the star knowledge conference so important is that it's it's the opportunity to show up and to participate in the process of our own, not of our own individual growth and learning, but then also what we each have to share. Like we all carry a piece of the puzzle, and when we come together like that, um, you know, real magic happens. You don't know when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. Is it going to be a conversation at breakfast, or is it going to be in one of the workshops, or the, the, the snake dance? But, but somewhere in there, and it may be a combination of all of it, it, it shifts us. And that's what Laura and I have experienced um, at every Star Knowledge uh, conference or gathering that we've gone to. Right. Yeah, it does constantly. Things are constantly moving and adjusting, like I said, shifting. And um, and that's because of the energy, the movement, the love that's there. You know, that's, that's the main uh, element of, of making it work is that it's done with love and light and with all the best intentions, you know. And uh, people are meeting, a lot of them meeting for the first time, but at, they're at such an elevated spiritual um, level that they're, it's like uh, old friends coming together for a long time when they haven't seen each other, and uh, the love and the energy is so good, you know, to, to put it simply. It's just all good. 
That's exactly, I mean, wow, you just put that into the perfect words of how we, you know, feel every time uh, we're at the event and when we come, I mean, we just, we feel it's home. It's like, it, it is absolutely a reunion and the energy is in such high integrity that it's so comfortable. It's so grounding. It's so, I mean, just, it, it just heals one. It just, it, it helps to let everything else go. And uh, the energy is just always so genuine. Can you tell us um, a little bit about your spiritual growth and the work that you're doing to fulfill your spiritual responsibilities? Sure. Well, I've, I've been, um, I guess when I um, start asking questions and learning from my uncles who, when I was very young, you know, our language was outlawed. So they would talk at night in the dark out in the, in the yard where nobody was around sit out by the trees and they would be speaking of things that you don't normally talk about in the general public so they kind of piqued my interest about my culture and um, I needed to know more and I started experiencing more just living off the land we lived out in a rural area along the river matter of fact I'm I'm still living just one mile from that place right now Mm -hmm. I live you know I stay close to the land and uh, part of my spiritual growth has everything to do with the people and the land, staying close to the land and the plants, the, the birds, you know, the medicines, and the wild foods and um, the animals. You know, there's a herd of buffalo that I can see from my bedroom here just a mile away. Actually, it's grown to, grown to two herds now. And um, uh, the eagles, we got an eagle reserve right here just you know, I, there's a nest just south of my house here, another one kind of southeast of my house, another one southwest, just within a mile area. I live in overlooking the Missouri River, and it, just having that opportunity to to see from horizon to horizon every day, see the sunrise and the sunsets and all of the activity in the skies, um, you know, the birds, um it's amazing, you know, to see also the the bills realize that the bees are there, you know, they're alive and well. Over here, there's things that uh, are constantly adjusting, shifting, moving, and um, the good part about it is, it's every day is like a new page in a book or a, or a story that gets to be written, and you don't know exactly what that story is going to be what colors will be on that canvas or shapes or forms and and that's the beauty part of it is that you're always amazed every day i just that that part is just keeps me going that's what it, it enlivens me and knowing that it, it that spark of life in me it just gets brighter every day i get to see things and i'm always excited about what i've seen experienced to tell my wife every day you know it's just makes me feel like a little boy again, you know, to see all the things constantly moving around me. So those are the things that um, help me as well as being a uh, uh, participant in the Sundance for the last 40-plus years. Um, those visions and, uh, you know, um, experiences, what we see and feel during those times are also life-changing being in our sweat lodge ceremonies also a life-changing experience um our uh, pipe ceremonies our uepi ceremonies our hunka ceremonies uh, um 
lots and lots of things constantly moving and adjusting and shifting to just keep things alive and and, and um, exciting. So the, as far as the, my spirituality, you know, um, and how I've grown, those that's the foundation of it, and where it takes me is usually um, where my heart feels I need to be. So I know that when I follow my heart, you know, I know that I will never do anything wrong spiritually. I'll never, uh, it won't mislead me because that's the dwelling place of my own soul. And if I listen to my head, you know, an ego, then I will always make a mistake. And so I've learned that to listen to my heart as opposed to my head. Uh, beautiful, beautiful sharing um, with this. I, I love this. And it, it really naturally takes me into this question, Chief. Um, you, we, we spoke about um, having some of your art, and I, I just would like you to share about your art, your creative expression, and how that ties into to the journey and um, the process. Sure. Um, gosh, my heart... My art is, um, I call it heart art, you know, because um, we, when I first was asked to illustrate the Makawa Chakpe Wichokha manuscript, it was one of the, you know, the pinnacle, that was the, something that I felt, you know, was the highest calling for my talent and was to illustrate a spiritual manuscript, you know, and it was it's comparable, I guess, to trying to illustrate the Bible or any other spiritual or holy document, you know, sacred document. And so for me, I had to go through. I read one chapter and process that, and I would only read one a day per day, and then I would process that, and I would have um, my prayer ties. I would, you know, create my portal, you know, right there where I was sitting to work and. I would go into these visions and experiences and uh, thoughts and feelings, and in, in while I was in my dream state, or also in my, my just my closing my eyes, my my envisioning, and also physical experience. I would I was in the Black Hills at the time, and I would step out on the land and feel it, and then I would start seeing things from the land. You know, the animals would start interacting with me, and the birds. And, and butterflies would come, and the uh, you know there's a lot of different things going on, and it was uh, so amazing that uh, during that time, because that's also the time of when Halebop was in the heavens, and mm-hmm. so the energy level was high. People you know were anticipating all this great, wonderful stuff that was um, on the horizon there, and our and upcoming and things that needed to be done and there was urgency um, feeling in the air so I took that energy and I put it into this artwork with vision and dream prayer so um, that's where I guess I and how I create my artwork you know, I do go through a process you know, of, of uh, putting it together um, in, in a deep meaning to me how I how it flows through me from from sight, sound, uh, touch, and experience. You know, to actually go walk the land and feel 
feel the things that I need to experience out in the physical realms and to put that to paper. So that's basically how I, I do my artwork. You know, I uh, I don't do much of it anymore other than my, my cultural arts and my beadwork, quillwork, leatherwork, featherwork, and... Um, I, nobody's asked me to do anything lately, which is kind of okay because I am pretty busy. You know, I don't have the time that I used to. But um, when I do have time, I do put it down. You know, um, now I'm, I guess, more drawn to a little more technology, which is kind of okay too because it mm-hmm. you know, allows for me to express myself in a, a different um, medium. Mm-hmm. Right. Lots of mediums. Yeah, I've done. You know, like I said my degree was in two-dimensional design. Anything on flat surface, including murals on walls, and um, then I studied also jewelry, pottery, sculpture. Got into curatorial techniques and restorational artifacts and museum theory, displaying art pieces and security systems and light systems and display cases and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, kind of. It. And I went, got it more into the performing arts, you know, where I uh, went on to stage. I had my own theater company for a time. Been uh, in a couple of movies. Um, one just came out um, this spring. It, it was uh, shown in three different film festivals this year. And uh, it is called, and if anybody's interested in looking at it on YouTube, it's made for television. It's it's about uh, kind of like The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. It's, co- it's kind of similar to that, made in the 1800s. It's, about a, it's a love story. And I play a supporting actor. I'm a medicine man in there that helps them to realize that they've, uh, they've dropped their robes, gone through the ceremony of crossing over into the spirit realms, getting them to realize that so they can move on in the next phase of their existence. It's called A Prairie Wind. Beautiful. Very fun little film piece. Excellent. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you guys ask good questions. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's a a little bit of everything. You know, the Star Knowledge Conferences, they bring you that and more. Now, you'll, you'll have your art available like we we were able to get at the the last gathering, you'll have that available in Palm Springs at the conference. Yes, I will. Um, out of the 28 uh, pieces in the manuscript or the book now, it's going into um, print again, hard hardcover. They have a publisher, and I I just was told this within the last week. And um, out of the 28, I have 10 of them printed. And uh, eight and a half by eleven size, and the larger eleven by seventeen, and poster size. Yes, I gifted uh, Dr. Dream on Father's Day with with a few of those prints, and um, I, I plan to be a collector. So they're they're really extraordinary. Um, could you uh, let us know, you know, for our listeners, how they can find out more about you? You know, like any information online or um, anything that you have that people can start to look out for. Um, so so good about um, the internet. Just Google it. Google my name. <laughs> <laughs> Star Eagle. Um, 
a lot of things will come up. The Star Knowledge Conferences, they have a, you know, I've seen that they have a quote of mine in uh, Star Trek. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Star Trek website where they did quote me at one of the Star Knowledge Conferences years ago, and they put it in their script in one of their um, episodes. Wow. Artwork on there, his um, little bit of lots of things about me. If you Google Sherwin Zephyr or Chief Blue Star Eagle, either one will bring up a lot of interesting stuff. Um, education will pop up, um, artwork, a um, little bit of everything actually. So uh, I guess I'm a jack of all trades. You really are. I mean, I'm just thinking, wow, how multidimensional, right and left brain totally imbalanced, covering the whole spectrum um, in the most organic way. It's, it's really incredible. It's just amazing to hear all that you have to share. And, Chief, we are so looking forward to seeing you and your wife in Palm Springs. And um, it's just always a treat for us. And we'll uh, look forward to more of those conversations and just uh, being in and around your energy. and. Um, this is this is what it's all about. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Well, my pleasure, my honor, and thank you for uh, asking me to share. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, wonderful! Yes, thank you. A lot of people there. Yes. That's right, and we'll see you in, um, in, uh, in just a little less than a month. Yes. Okay. All right. Take care. You bet. Okay. Bye. I will see you again. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. This is so much fun. You're right. What a fun night on Awaken the Dream Radio. It is, it is my pleasure to introduce Yolanda Martinez. Now, Yolanda is exceptional. She is Apache, Comanche, Hispanic spiritual leader born and raised in southern New Mexico. And she grew up connected to our Earth Mother, which you've got to know Laura and I absolutely relate to, always living out and away from towns and cities, working the fields, helping raise her siblings. And um, all of this, you know, really coming about at a very young age and moving through all of it. She grew up around nature and animals, and her connection to nature has always been strong, giving her her creativity. Now, Yolanda also grew up very connected to her star family. And at a very young age, she was called out of her house late at night where she would walk out and take off into the night. She remembers always walking along the irrigation ditches and then waking up in bed the next morning. These teachings went on throughout her school years. And then in 1987, Spirit called her to make drums. And her drums are known to have their own very special resonance and ring. She ties them in her own design, a way that helps them to hold their tone and voice. She scribes the inside of each drum, and her drums are sought after all over the U.S. and Europe. She is also a recording artist who has toured the U.S. and Europe. She is a NAMI, and NAMI stands for Native American Music Award winner, and she has done that four times, plus other nominations, and she is a two-time ISMA uh, award winner, which is Indian Summer Music Award, and one of those she just received um, recently. 
She has seven CDs that range from traditional to country, jazz, and Latin. And we are just thrilled to have you on the show tonight, Yolanda. Welcome. Hello, hello. And um, I would like to say hello and welcome to the audience with a chant that I do that is Yatawe. Yatawe, Yatawe, Yatawe. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. What a what a beautiful way to start. Um, I really love your voice. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. It's so good to talk to both of you. Oh, it's so wonderful to have you with us. We're so looking forward to seeing you again and and sharing in this incredible space. Um, so for you, what are the most important intentions you hold for the upcoming Star Knowledge Conference? And really, you know, what does this conference represent to you? Well, what, uh, what I strive for the most uh, at these gatherings is the new connections that I make and the reconnections with family, you know, that I've connected with on this journey and through all the conferences that I've been at. And um, also, uh, for me, it's very important to connect people with the drum. You know, the drum is such a powerful instrument, and I feel so blessed to have received this gift that I can pass forward. This is, um, and, and you really, I, 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 listen to your music and and we've we've been in your presence you really carry this energy so well and so beautiful and i have to i have to share with you that this conference we're bringing um our three children our our twin 15 year old boys and and our 13 year old daughter and i was just speaking to them last night about you and i i have to say that you know you've got three for sure that are going to show up for for the drum making. Tell us a little bit about this workshop and um I I I've not participated in it, but at last year's conference I got to see the the drums that people were making and and people were so energized by the experience. So share with us from your perspective. Well, you know, these instruments are very ancient and the uh, that heartbeat that they represent the heartbeat of our mother earth mother and the heartbeat of of the people and everything that is is here with us you know i um i bring everything for uh people to make their own 14 inch drum and we start with an opening prayer and a cleansing blessing with sage and then i do a uh, demonstration so that people get an idea of what they're going to do and they're not going into it totally blind. So it, it sets, sets the idea in their mind before they start. And then everybody gets to pick their hide because I believe that these drums know who is going to make them. <laughs> and so they all get to pick their hides, whichever hide is, is calling them or is drawing them to them and their hoop and um in three hours they create their drums 
And hmm. then we, what I do is have a, a drumming, a birthing of the drums, uh, which will be held on Sunday, Sunday morning. And everybody that um, will make a drum with me either Saturday or Sunday, I guess Monday is the, the culmination of the, the gathering, um, Monday morning they will get to birth their drums at the, in the main room with everyone there. Oh, what a what a powerful experience! It truly is. It truly is. And the wonderful thing is that you know I'm inviting everybody that's coming to. Uh, if you don't make a drum with me, if you don't get to make a drum this time, bring a drum, or just bring a rattle or any kind of percussion instrument because we're all going to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! I I just I I've been drumming for you know, a good 20 years hand drumming and taking um, interest in wanting to build drums. So I hope I can um, just be in that space and share that with my children because, wow, how incredible. I'd love to bring that home with us and and really uh, hone those skills. Um, can you give us some wisdom about, you know, what, what is really important for the collective to understand right now on an individual level for us to just really um, step into – just a higher vibration? Well, for me, the way that I'm receiving it and, and getting it is the way that I grew up, which is, you know, with nature, nature around me. It's, I think right now in these times and with the powerful energies that are, you know, happening and coming in, you know, the best way, you know, for me that, I can connect with it is to go and just take a walk in the desert or go sit under a tree or, you know, it's, it's about being out on our mother, being out on our mother and connecting with it, you know, because mm-hmm. nature talks to us, as I'm sure, you know, the chiefs mentioned, you know, Earth Mother is alive. I mean, she really is, and she connects with us when we silence the chatter silence the mind and go and sit in nature. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, Yolanda, share with us your process with the music. I mean, seven CDs is, is impressive. Um, and so what, what's coming through you is, I mean, you, you have fine-tuned this process. And for those of us that are musicians and those of us that would like to be or would like to, you know, tap into more of that, that mindset and the energetic, bring us into your, the, the world of yours through music. Well, um, the way that I receive, you know, my songs and stuff is it's mainly when, uh, when I'm out walking. You know, I'm out walking and, and just enjoying the beauty around me, the beauty of New Mexico, you know, the mountains, the the cactus, the, the mesquite, you know. And as I'm walking, I just, I fall into a rhythm as I walk. And then all of a sudden something will come in and, and I'll get, start getting some words and, and a thought, you know. And before you know it, I'm over here 
holding rhythm with my hand on my hip and and uh, mm-hmm. the words are coming and I'm singing and I <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's a lot of it is through my life experiences you know that has a lot to do with it and sometimes it's like this uh one of the songs on uh, my new drumming CD Awakening one Sunday morning, I remember it was a beautiful morning, and it was still winter out, but the sun was out, and I come into the kitchen, I make my coffee, and, um, you know, I open the door, even if it's cold, I like the, the fresh air and stuff, and I'm looking out towards the Oregon Mountains, and all of a sudden, in my mind, I hear eagle shrieks, and I go, eagle shrieks? Eagle shrieks, eagle shrieks, she's calling out, she's calling out to you, where is your love, where is your heart, where is your mind, we're calling out to you, and that's how it started. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Oh, I love that. Now, Yolanda, just just a quick follow up on this. Were were your um, parents or uh, other family members musically inclined like this? My mother, my mother passed the gift of the voice. She she was also a poet, a phenomenal poet. I mean, I ended up. My mom just passed, but I ended up with all her poetry and stuff, which I hope to someday, you know, publish for her. But she had a strong, phenomenal voice, and she sang with mariachis and guitar players, and, you know, she was, she was well-known in El Paso, Texas, and in San Jose, California, and stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, that's, that's really incredible. Can can you? Um, I know you shared a little bit about what you'll be presenting, but where where um, is the road taking you? I guess you know in these crazy times that we're in. I know that's sort of a cliche to say crazy times, but we're in this you know incredible shift. Where do you see yourself, you know, moving into the future? Where do you see your work going, and what are your um, goals? Well, for me, you know, it's I'm feeling I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling the shift immensely. I feel it. And there's days that I feel it more than than most. And a lot of times, you know, I also pick up on the collective of of what's going on with all the fear and the chaos, you know, and, and I always make sure that I just check it out and then get out of it because I don't want to get stuck in that muck, which none of us do. Mm. You know, and <clears throat> for me, I feel I feel great changes. I feel I feel like there's there's something new coming. I don't really totally understand what what it is, and, and that's okay, because spirit has always you know told me that. To be in in confusion, to be in the not knowing is a wonderful place to be Mm -hmm. because that's when we're open 
for the magic and the shift, Mm -hmm. any changes that are coming into our lives. That's when it happens, when we are in the in the void of not knowing, you know. Mm. So I know there's, uh, there's a big shift coming for all of us. Mine, I know it's still going to be with my drums because they will always be a part of it. And uh, the music, I feel there's a, a good shift coming in that. But always, I will always be, you know, working with bringing forth what's coming through for me that you know hopefully will help others and it absolutely absolutely does we so appreciate what you do oh my gosh well i think this just makes it the perfect time we're we're so honored that we get to share one of your tracks and this one is called Ooh, that smile. So, Yolanda, set it up for us a little bit if there's a backstory here or, or something before we play it. Yes, there is. There was uh, a good friend of mine that uh, makes flutes, and he asked if I, would, uh, if I could come up with a kind of a jazzy-sounding song, you know, that uh, I could play my drums, and I had my friend... Uh, Travis Terry, he was, he's a wonderful flute player and, and um, that he and I could do it together. So I remember getting up that morning, I was at the friend, my friend's house and I go, oh my gosh, I got to come up with a song. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, ooh, 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 that was the beginning. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then, oh, that smile. So we're going to play it. Let's let them hear the real thing. <laughs> okay, here we go.
Oh, my goodness, Yolanda, that was so beautiful and so special. I'm, I'm just so pleased that we had the opportunity to share this um, for everyone and, and, and for our listeners. Um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm so impressed. The four-time NAMI um, wins, the, the, the two-time ISMA, um, you're bringing a lot of honor to your lineage, your heritage, and your culture. And, and you're doing it in such a beautiful way. And, and from your heart, share with us what, what impact that has on you and maybe some of the feedback. I mean, seven CDs and all these awards, uh, you know, people must be contacting you from all over thanking you for all of this. Yes, that's, that's the wonderful part of all of this hard work, you know, is when I get emails and cards in the mail from people I don't know and how they're um, telling me how much my music is affecting their lives and has helped them through things and you know it's it's that kind of that kind of confirmation that helps us all to keep moving forward because you know none of this is easy you know when when we step up and share share our beliefs, share our experiences and stuff, you know, some of this, it's, it's not easy. You know, it's, thank God that it's easier now. Thank God that it's so much easier now that people are, are more awakened and that we can talk about these things, you know. So for me, that's, you know, I get, cards and calls from Europe, from Norway, from Switzerland, Italy and stuff where I've gone to do concerts. And for me, just knowing that I, my music is touching people, that in itself is, is a huge reward. That's the, the real prize, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're also, you know, very connected to your star family. Can Can you tell our listeners a little bit about... Um, your connection to your star family? Well, um, as Mark mentioned in the uh, introduction, you know, I, I've always been connected with them. I've always known they, that they're around. And the funny part is I thought everybody was going through the same thing <laughs> that I was, you know. And the the crazy thing, you know, I remember getting up, uh, as Mark said, in the middle of the night, as far back as I, I guess when I started to walk or, you know, and just, I did. I would take off along the irrigation ditch, and I would be wide awake, fully aware of what I was doing. And then all of a sudden, I'd just wake up in bed the next morning. But, you know, and then back in uh, in 1990, you know, because then I realized, as I was getting older and stuff, I never mentioned it to my family. I never mentioned it to anyone. I, the first time I ever talked about this was in the 90s. And that's when I connected with the Pleiadians. And they started bringing, Barbara Marciniak was bringing forth all of these teachings. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized that, wow, maybe all of that wasn't a dream, <laughs> you know? Even though I would see so much, 
I mean, I would see orbs. I would see things and, you know, beings in my room and, and everything, but I just never, I don't know. It just, it was, I always kept it as a dream, I guess, because none of it ever frightened me, none of it. And when the, uh, when I was drawn to go to this healer in California because I suffered a near-death experience and because I wasn't listening, I wasn't listening to the messages. I kept saying, no, I'm not, I don't know anything about the drum. I'm not supposed to touch drums probably. Mm. You know, I'm not a teacher. What am I going to teach? A spiritual leader? Who are you talking about, you know? (laughs) And I kept saying no to spirit, you know. I did. I literally kept saying to spirit that they were crazy, that I didn't didn't know (laughs) anything. Well, I got knocked on the head with a two-by-four and (laughs) nearly died, you know. Oh, no. And that was back in in, uh, 89 and the early 90s. I suffered a poisoning, and they got my attention. Mm. And as I re- was rebirthing myself, that's when the Pleiadians came in. More of the information really started pouring in, and I realized that there was something to this, you know, that it wasn't just a dream, and it was real. You know, it really was real. So I started sharing my experience with people and stuff, and that's when I started connecting with other people that had been experiencing, you know, similar things in their lives. So the star nations are here. There's no doubt. There is not one iota of doubt in my mind because I know them. And because, I I mean, now I experience it where I just go up into the ship, whatever it is, and I look out and I see Earth Mother and they show Earth Mother to me and they, they're telling me Earth Mother is already in the fifth dimension. Earth Mother is just waiting for us to catch up. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Yolanda, I, I just uh, have to thank you for for sharing so beautifully uh, from your heart in your music and through your voice and, and for just walking this path um, and for, for finally saying yes to spirit. And uh, I'll just tell you that, that we're absolutely grateful for that. Now, now tell our listeners where they can find more information about you, where can they get these seven CDs, and and I do want to ask you, if they're only going to get one of your CDs, which one would you recommend? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, course, once they get one, they're going to get the other six, but which one should they start with? (laughs) Well, if you like drumming, um, everybody loves Desert Song. If you like ballads and... and, um, and I like to mix a little of everything in, in my CDs. Uh, ballads, um, America is powerful. Lonely Warrior is powerful. If you like Latin, I did a Latin CD, Amor de Veras. That's wonderful. A lot of the old traditional songs that my mom sang and new songs that I wrote. So 
I mean, feel it out, feel it out. That's all <laughs> I can say. <laughs> you can now, Google my my name, and and everything will come up. And uh, my website is yolandasdrums.com. Beautiful. Wow, thank you so much for sharing. I'm I'm just even that much I'm just thrilled. I can't wait till uh, this event. It's only a couple weeks away and we just really look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much for joining us and for your beautiful heart and all that you do. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you everyone for listening and I look forward to seeing you and everybody else that's out there this November. Come and see us. Come and see us. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Yolanda. We'll see you in less than a month. Oh, I'll see you less than a month. Bye now. Bye-bye. Wow, what, what, what an amazing um, show. It's so great to have so many of our you know, dear friends and presenters um, sharing tonight. You know, it really is spectacular. Um, this conference is less than a month away. Um, and, and right now I'm just feeling that energy so much around me. It's just like the etheric hugs from my soul family. Um, the information that's going to be shared, the level of energy transference that happens at a star knowledge conference. And we're bringing our kids. I mean, this is, this is really spectacular. It, it is. It really is. Um, the feeling of, you know, family. And I know we share a lot about star knowledge and, it's just great. It's just, you know, if you feel that you don't have community and you just feel isolated in the world and nobody understands, I mean, this is a really worthwhile thing to, to bring yourself to. Um, the, 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 the prices are fair, and it's just so worth it. You know, what, you, what a person takes away from it is, you know, it lasts a lifetime. So, you know, I definitely um, would, would check your calendar <laughs> and uh, try and make it happen. What is funny, because we do mention Chief Golden Light Eagle and, and our experiences at Sundance and at the gatherings and, and at the conference. And the only way that, that we would ever mention this so much um, is because of, of the impact that, that, that the experience has on us every single time. It's not like, oh, just once we got this little tingle being at this conference. It's like, no, we're touched deep to the core of who we are. And that's why we want to share it. I mean, that's why we're kind of taking these steps. Next week, we're going to have uh, two more speakers from the conference. Um, and, and it's just, it's important to get this information out there. And in this day and age, if you can't be there in person, um, that whole live stream option is great. Plus, you know, Share it with three other friends, and it's only uh, $11 <laughs> for each of you. You know, it's just this is, this is the good stuff. It absolutely is. I'm really uh, looking forward to it. So what else do we have going on? Well, we leave uh, Thursday night for Detroit, Michigan. We, we are do? At, yes, <laughs> we do. Like, we just got back. Hello, airport. Um, <laughs> yes, the pat down again. All right. Whatever. Oh, my God, last time. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm keep going. I'm telling you, it was the worst. Do not do that. It's almost worth getting x-rayed in Sarasota, Florida, rather than going through their pat down. They have all the time in the world. And um, let's just say we, we don't go through the machine anywhere, so we're kind of used to this. Sarasota was like a groping match or something. I mean, seriously, hello, goodbye. <laughs> um, everything else we loved about Sarasota. I mean, you know, the the, <laughs> the grail, everything, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I digress. And so we're, we're heading to um, Detroit. It's the Awaken Empowered Expo. 
October 11, 12, and 13. We're at Kobo Center, right in downtown Detroit. There's an energy in Detroit that I just love, and I loved it before I ever knew there was an Ethan Fox in this world, before I ever knew there was a Michelle Sprinkle in this world, before I ever knew there was um, Jeffrey Jackson in this world. And these are the folks we get to interact with and hang out with at Awaken Empowered Expo, along with Carrie Cassidy, Michael Tellinger, Mark Romero, Fully Raw Christina, Meredith Smith, Peter Garyev. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. And they've got activities that have us out and about and doing things till midnight on two of the different nights. So we want anyone that's near Detroit to come out and be there with us because um, it is going to be a great time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then um, – we're all taking a little personal family vacation in there, um, and we may even t- – well, we'll see what happens during that time. But we come back from our own vacation, and we head to Sedona, Arizona, November 1, 2, and 3. Now, this is the Ascension Rising Conference, and um, we are with Dr. Lynn Kite, uh, James Gilliland, um, our friend Celeste Jarnall, um, Sierra Neblina and the whole crew. I mean, there's, um, I don't even have the, <laughs> I'm stumbling here. I don't have the list in front of me, but it's all on touroflove.com and cosmicgaiasofia.com. Um, and then all of this leads us to November 8, 9, 10, 11, Palm Springs, California, 2013 Star Knowledge Conference for 11 11. And, um, this is going to be just uh, this one's out of the ballpark, and we're looking forward to it. And after that, we've got some irons out there that we just haven't finalized. Lots of family things going on, and we'll keep everyone uh, posted about what we're doing. Yep, that's right. Now, I also just want to mention we've got the uh, we haven't talked anything about the newsletter. Let's remind people that they can sign up at CosmicGaiaSophia.com or TourOfLove.com for our weekly newsletter. It's all about really giving you something. If you're going to take the time to open an email, well, gosh darn it, we feel it ought to give you something right there on the spot. So you've got Laura's astrological forecast. We have an essential oil of the week. We have a photo of the week. Um, who's on the radio broadcast. So it's a pretty good newsletter to get. And uh, no matter how much other people ask us to send out newsletters or announcements for them, we will only send out one piece of email to you each week, and that's the newsletter. And it just keeps on giving you good stuff all week long. So, Miss Laura, before we close out tonight, anything else to share? We, we, have, we have just, you know, a little bit of time here. Wow. Well, um, I was thinking of just sharing a little bit about the symbolism on Saturday of the um, eagle and two hawks, just because we have had Chief Golden Light Eagle on, and I just thought, you know, that was kind of a nice thing if there's two extra minutes. Um, there, there absolutely are two extra minutes. I'll just open it up by saying that we were told um, that during your talk, and I have to say that your talk was you just keep excelling over your last presentation, which is always your best, and this one didn't let anyone down. People who had seen you over and over again came up to you and said, you just keep getting better, and this is the best one ever. 
and then someone comes up and says, oh, yeah, the whole time you were, like 45 minutes during your talk, there were two hawks and an eagle, an eagle, which is very odd for Sarasota, Florida, flying all around in view of the window. Dancing and all sorts of things. I was like, wow, Helena came up after the talk and shared that with the audience, and I just thought, because I'm so hard on myself, you know, about my presentations and, you know, of course, validations, you know, it's nice, but it doesn't stop me from my inner process of, you know, what needs to change. But it was just a powerful validation from, you know, source, spirit, Gaia, which is what, you know, I'm, I'm talking about. So it was so sweet and so touching and just had to share that because, um, you know, nature hears us. I love that. That's how we're closing out tonight's show. And um, thank you all so much for being with us. We've got another exciting show for you next week. And until then, remember, you are loved and supported in all that you are. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. Awake in the Dream Radio with Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream. Raising your frequency and expanding your consciousness, one guest at a time.